0: The following podcast is part of the 6040 Network.
1: Hello and welcome to Everything Small Business, your shortcut to start, build, manage, and grow your small business. I'm Spencer, and in today's episode, I'm catching up with Nelson Ferreira, owner of Vibes Creative, a film production studio based on the Gold Coast, as part of our mini-series called Share Your Small Business Story. In this episode, Nelson shares his journey from being a dentist in Venezuela to traveling to Australia finding his passion and starting Vibes Creative. Hi, Nelson. How are you going? Welcome to Everything Small Business. It's great to have you on the show today.
0: Thanks, brother. I appreciate the invitation and stoked to be here to talk to you today.
1: Yeah, awesome. I think it's going to be good because like video is becoming such a massive part of marketing for small business and especially online, Nowadays, with social media and all the different channels for businesses to compete on social media, like they really need to be looking at video because, you know, people aren't really wanting to read anymore and pictures can only do so much. So, maybe to get started, maybe you can tell us a bit about yourself and Vibes Creative.
0: Absolutely. Well, first of all, apologies to you and the audience if you hear me with a strange voice or a runny nose. The weather definitely got to me in the past days. But yes, so my name is Nelson. I come from Venezuela, so I'm very far from home. I've been in Australia for almost six years now. I'm a dentist. I'm a qualified dentist back home. Really? Yes. And eventually, by almost accident, I came across my true passion, which is a video creation, storytelling. Mm. And... Currently, I own a, a small business, a video production business called Vibes Creative. And our mission is to support businesses and individuals in translating their unique vibe into extraordinary films. That's, we specialize in video production.
1: Yeah. Awesome. I was wondering where the name came from, but you just answered that question Uh, straight away yeah
0: I've always um, had this thing about the good vibes so on the side I'm also a youtuber a content creator myself yeah and I always talk about the good vibes right like what's the vibes vibes are that feeling you know that thing that you can't explain but you get about certain places certain things certain moments certain people right yeah and that vibe can be good or can be bad sometimes you know when you meet someone and sometimes there's something off there's something wrong about him you're like ah you don't know what it is you can't explain some people might call it intuition as well but it's that thing that you don't want to be around that person you know because it drags everything down and stuff so i believe you can choose to have either a bad vibe or a good vibe that is something that you can work towards and if you aim to have a good vibe to share a good vibe your surrounding and the world you can make it a little bit better you know everything around you will get a little bit better and in consequence your life will be better as well yeah so to me that has always been very important you know sharing the good vibes and good energy yeah good energy around Mm -hmm. me give my very best to everyone and everything around me. Yeah. And it just made perfect sense when I was choosing the name for the business that I knew it had to be Vibes Creative. Yeah, Yeah.
1: awesome. So
0: from what you're saying then, so
1: were you doing your YouTube channel before then? Is that kind of what brought you into starting Vibes Creative? Like like a side passion into...
0: Yeah, so to give a little uh, backstory, back home, I started dentistry, I was always being adventurous type of human and, you know, always being outside of my comfort zone, that type of thing. But, you know, my, I guess my surrounding back then pushed me to select a career, right? Like a career path. People from past generations, that's what they had to do. You know, yeah. they had to choose a career. For most people, you have to become either a doctor, an engineer, a lawyer, a dentist, cause they want you, you know, that comes out of the good of my family and people around me that yeah. like, they want you to do good, to not be struggling, to not live under a bridge and all these things. Yeah. And you know, I was never good with numbers, and now looking back, I'm breaking everything. Now I was like, why dentistry? And then I remember that one of my cousins, that he's such a nice human being, super charismatic. He started dentistry. And I, in a way, I looked up to him. It just made sense to me like, okay, I'm not good with numbers. My cousin is very, doing very well with this thing. Dentist, mm. right? that mm. people seems to respect him and, everyone
1: you know, needs to see a dentist at yeah several points yeah, of their yeah, life exactly. so. it's
0: one of those things that is not going anytime soon mm. so back then like it's wild to me that i had to make that decision with being 17 years oh old, it, it, it is
1: insane isn't it you haven't seen
0: the world yet you haven't experienced
1: anything you haven't really done anything to make a decision on what it is you want to do you know for the rest of your working life And you have to make that decision 16, 17.
0: Man, it's madness. Mm. You know, when you look at it, you're like, how can you expect a kid of a 17 year old Mm. to make a decision that will impact the rest of his life and will, in a way, define him in front of society? Mm. Oh, you are a dentist or you're an engineer. Because people ask you once they meet you, you're like, oh, so what do you do? Yeah. What are you? You know, so.
1: And that's how they judge you based on. Yeah, exactly.
0: You get judged instantly by that. So, it's, you know, that's a, a different topic, but yeah. it's, it's crazy to me. So, I, I made the decision, became a dentist, worked as a dentist for a year, and I was doing very well. I was on my way to, you know, do my specialization and all this stuff. But just to keep things a bit short, Venezuela is not the greatest country at the moment and in the past years. You know, we've been going for a dictatorship and all these things. It makes it very hard for people to succeed in life and to even have dreams. It's a place where dreams don't get to flourish, you know, compared to countries like maybe Australia or other first world countries. So back then, any in back then, and now still, like anyone around my age younger even older they just flew the country you know Mm -hmm. looking for better opportunities a better lifestyle and that means you have to start from scratch pretty much so my mom was actually the one that came up with the idea of Australia because like I was looking into, you know, Europe, America, South America, all this stuff. I needed a place where I could, you know, do my studies and further in my career as a dentist and all these things. But also that matched my lifestyle, you know, the surfing, the outdoors living, you know, maybe temperature, all these things mm. that I was taking into account. And then my mom was the one that said like, you know what, I know someone that is in Australia and they seem to love it. It seems to be very nice. So I started digging and eventually you know the decision was made. I was coming to Australia like literally started doing paperwork and all this stuff and six months later I was here. Came first to Brisbane with barely no money you know and just enough to get me by to get started because my parents back then they told me you know we'll help you to go wherever you want to go but after that It's on on your your own. You're on your own because we can't afford to be paying dollars and other stuff. They have the living, I have my sister, all these things. So I arrived here, just enough money and barely could speak English. So I was like, okay, it's time to get to work. So what's the first thing I need to do? I need to learn how to properly communicate in this new language, you know, that I barely had any idea of. Yeah. Because otherwise you won't get any opportunities or anything like that. So I did all of that. I did my studies. It happens to be that just before leaving the country, I lost my best friend on an accident so that made me reflect a lot that happened literally one week before leaving the country to come to australia and this person he was almost like looking at myself in a mirror he was a dentist as well super athletic handsome great family had girls had this had had everything going for him and from one day to another he wasn't here so that it was one of those things that made me stop the hamster wheel you know that everyone is in day to day you're just thinking about the things you need to get done and that you you have a boss maybe that is on top of or you or you have studies or you have money or financial stress all these things but you never stop to figure out why are you doing what you do mm. you know so that it's that, so
1: easy to get caught in that yeah, like you say hamster yeah, wheel yeah
0: totally totally so i'm was in there and then that happened and i was like whoa whoa, 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 wait stop for a second you know like that could be me you know for some reason it was him Mm. but that could be me tomorrow there's so many things even though i have a very healthy lifestyle i don't drugs or maybe abuse you know all the things whatever it is i don't smoke i healthy still I could be run over by a car crossing the street, you know, or you might be at the wrong place at the wrong time and unfortunately you might be taken, you know, so it made me think a lot about why I wanted to do and then I just started asking this question, you know, if I pass away tomorrow and someone plays my life, like a movie in front of me. They tell me you accomplish, you know, everything you ever wanted as a dentist. You became the best dentist in the world. You had made a lot of money with it. You created an impact being a dentist and all those things. And would you be proud of it? And I just look at it, i'm like, no, like that does no. That doesn't sound like a cool story to me. Like a mm-hmm. like a story that resonated with me. So that's when I knew something needed to change. Mm-hmm. And coming to Australia was almost like the perfect blank you know played to get started a new life so eventually but I bought a camera just before coming to Australia and I realized oh there's some people on the internet that they make videos about their life and they make a living with that they share their adventures they share all this stuff and they get paid for that that blew my mind yeah and for something told me that I could do that you know I looked at those people and I was like oh I feel like I could be one of them. You know, I could yeah. be there on the internet sharing what I'm doing here in Australia. and Definitely a yeah, great story coming yeah. from
1: Venezuela, having
0: to learn English when you arrived here and yeah. just the whole learning of, yeah. of being yeah. here and exploring. Exactly. And it was kind of like I saw it back then as like, I just want to do this thing, you know. But yeah. I, not even thinking like I, I will make a living. I just want to do it. Like I, and then I started looking back. I always had some sort of obsession with cameras, you know. Yeah. But it was dig like it was hard to realize. But now when I look back and I piece everything, like where does it come from? I see all the moments in my life where you know I had some sort of obsession with capturing moments. Yeah. And so eventually I realized, like, I saw it clear, like, yeah, this is what I need to be doing. I need to make a video. So I was working, hospitality, bartending, you know, food, doing anything to get my living paid and all these things and figuring out the video passion that I had. How can I get better? Like, then not even thinking about getting paid. I was just like, how can I make Great videos. Yeah. So I started doing that. I started putting myself out there on social media, on YouTube. I started a YouTube channel. It was doing super well. It kept going on Instagram and all these other social platforms. And eventually people just started asking, How much do you charge? Yeah. That blew my mind. When the first time somebody asked me, How much do I charge? I'm like, What? People are going to pay me for this thing that I love so much. Yeah. And, you know, my first video, I got paid $200 it's crazy when I look back I'm like what like $200 that's nothing you know for the amount of work I was gonna put and all these things so yeah that man I just started doing it eventually and I was always I think this happens to a lot of people they find their passion right and it seems very scary because it is it is very Mm -hmm. scary to drop everything to just pursue that one thing because nothing is guaranteed and to me I was like yeah okay I know what I want to be doing. I know I can be really good at what I do. I was putting a lot of time into it, but I was still working 60 hours of hospitality plus studying, Yeah. Plus training. So th- there wasn't that Doesn't much time. Doesn't leave a lot of time yeah, to, outside. To yeah. just improve because at this stage, like I'm a nobody. Like yeah. I, I can barely make a video. So yeah. I need to put a lot of time to earn that, you know, respect as a filmmaker or creator. Yeah. Because for my YouTube videos, it's fine. You know, like it's not going to be a big deal. But when someone is paying you for it, they expect results. They expect, you know, and yeah. high performance and all these things. So eventually I made a goal. Like most people, they sit down and they're like, okay, I'm going to save $20,000. I'm going to save 30, whatever it is. You know, everyone has that goal. Because financially that seems like the biggest obstacle, right? Yeah. In some way. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to save that all that money and then I'll jump straight so that I didn't even put like a set time I I just set the money that I thought it would be enough for me and you might have a plan but life has other plans for you definitely so a few months in I lost another person very dear to me back home and again had another moment to stop the hands from me I'm like Okay, I'm waiting to have X amount of money, which it could or could not happen. Because I might have an accident, I need to spend everything in the hospital. Or, you know, like my sister gets something, I need to pay for everything. Who knows? Yeah, So many things can happen. And I was like, you know, but if I quit this job, which is just a hospitality job, what's the worst thing that could happen? If I go all in, I'll consume the little savings I have, which back then might be maybe $3,000, maybe 4000 something like that. And, you know, like if I might just consume all my savings and have to go back to another hospitality job, I could do that. Like I already know how to find a job as a hospitality in the hospitality industry was the best thing that could happen. I succeeded this thing and I- You don't have to go back to hospitality. Yeah, I'll never have to go back. Yeah. So I did the jump. I always tell people you have to take risk, but they have to be calculated risk as well. Because if you go in to pursue your crazy passion and you have $50 in your bank account, that's not realistic, you know?
1: Yeah, it's got to be educated.
0: Yeah. So I pretty much sat down with myself. I'm like, okay, how much do I spend a month? Um, my lifestyle is not expensive the moments i spend the most is when i invest in camera gear all these things i have i can't remember exactly how much i have but let's say it was like three to four k that was enough to keep me going like not going out not doing anything else Mm. but that was enough to keep me going at least three months you know so i was like yeah i'll figure out Mm. i should be able to find at least one client in three months so I remember even calling my manager, you know, and then she knew. Like eventually, that was my plan that I wanted to leave, and I was crying all these things because you know the emotions of the person I lost. But I told her she, and she was you know very happy for me. I was, she was like, "Yeah, go yeah. get it," you know. So yeah. since then, I even wrote it. Like I wrote the date when that happened, and I made a kind of like a promise to myself that. Yeah. I'm going to make this work. There's no going back now. Like I'm all in. Yeah. So since then I started working. Eventually, you know, I did a little job that led to another one. Then someone recommended me to someone else. And then just starts. Yeah. The ball gets rolling. Started a few things going on. I was doing actually decent. Like I was was starting to see like, okay, I see where this is going kind of thing. And then COVID happened. Yeah. So when that happened, I wasn't... I was still hanging with my visa. So I didn't have like a permanent residence and things. Yeah. So I don't get support from the government. Like yeah. most people in here. Yeah. You know, I didn't get any options for it. So because I was doing fairly good, I managed to save some money. So I was like, oh, you know, like at this point, I could survive six months if this keeps going this way. Yeah. So no one could go anywhere. We yeah, could yeah. go out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, you know what? I would just get back into my youtube and all this stuff so mm. then i started doing my youtube channel i just kept doing that thing eventually I moved down to the coast because i was in brisbane before so i moved to i live in kulangata area now and finally after it's been what two years now since covid things have eased up quite a bit and things are going very well mm. they're currently going very well yeah i think there's
1: more yeah definitely a little bit more confidence back for small business to start mm-hmm. pushing again mm-hmm. now that snap lockdowns and everything seems to have sort of ended. People can get back into a routine and start thinking about
0: growing and, and recovering from the last two yeah, years. Yeah, totally. And and you know, to me, when the things, you know, when I saw that this was not gonna be six months, this was gonna yeah. be longer. I was barely surviving, you know, like scratching all my savings. Eventually I got like a little job and that helped me to, you know, survive another month and eventually another one. And eventually I made Another uh, creative that needed some help, so I got a little bit of money. And, you know, I kept surviving. I was just repeating myself the entire time COVID was happening. Yeah. If I get through this, nothing can stop me. If yeah. I manage to survive financially, yeah. if I'm still able to have a quote-unquote business after COVID, I'm unstoppable. Yeah. And that's, I think, what's just happening right now. I managed to get it just like most, uh, you know, a lot of other businesses that managed to survive those hurdles. Now is when the rewards are coming. You know, now it's that we get to have some momentum. Who knows what's going to happen? Because we learned from that year that you need to be prepared for anything. Anything. Who would have thought the world would get shut down
1: for 12 months or exactly. 18 months. Or There's what?
0: a war going on right now in, in yeah. Europe. You know, it's crazy. Crazy mm. to think that in 2022, someone would just start a war because, you mm. know, like it's... So you got to be very adaptable. You got to be... And that's the biggest thing I have learned as a entrepreneur or business owner, because I, I feel like I'm here by accident, you know, or maybe I didn't know that this was implied into pursuing my passion, that mm. I'll be required to understand business. Mm. I will be required to understand how to make profit, how to you know have discipline with all the things that the the business demands in order to grow and succeed. To me, it was just like I just want to make videos, you know. Yeah. And of course, and I need to be paid, you know, because if you have a passion but you don't get paid for it, that's unrealistic to maintain. Mm. That means you will need to have another job. So it's pretty much a hobby, you yeah. know. So it was the hardest thing coming to that realization that it's not just enough to pursue your passion. And pursuing your passion, it's by far the hardest thing you can ever do. Having a job is the easiest thing you can do. Mm. You're you just told show what up. to do. Yeah.
1: You forget, like when you knock off, ninety five percent of the time you don't have to think about. You know, you're not stressed about whatever it's going to
0: be because you've, you've left. Exactly yeah. right. Exactly yeah. right. You have a boss, you have a manager, whatever it is. He will tell you what they expect from you. You know, mm. as long as you know what you're doing, you're helping the business accomplish their yeah. goals through whatever skill they hire you for. You're decent. You know, you have good yeah. relationships with people in the business and all this stuff. Like you show up on time and all these things. You will be paid that's all (laughs) like there's nothing hard about it you know but when you go by yourself when you decide to have a business man it is freaking hard Mm -hmm. it is so stressful it is so scary and you need to learn how to live in uncertainty you know Mm -hmm. not knowing how much money you're gonna make next month not knowing if you're going to be able to pay rent not knowing if you're going to be able you know to accomplish the goals you set for the business taking ownership of Mm. everything because everything relies on you yeah the buck stops with you at the end of the day exactly so if the business is not succeeding if you're Mm. not making money if you're not getting better clients if you know like whatever it is it's all on you it's you have to be accountable for it and then take ownership because that means if you take ownership, you're in full control. You're not letting control like, oh, I didn't make the money this month because the client didn't pay me. Well, why didn't you set the thing straight with the client from yeah, the very so beginning? What
1: happened, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what happened to find yourself in that position and then either what can you do next time to make sure that position doesn't happen again you're right like was the expectations or was there some communication lacking at the beginning of the project or you know sometimes a client can not be a good client or something as well so there's always those those situations but
0: yeah exactly yeah. you you need to be able to fire clients as well like they, they, these are all things that you're not gonna learn straight off the bat you know no. you're, gonna, you're gonna have to Go through them, experience them. You're going to have to fail and failure is going to be your best ally when you become an entrepreneur or a business owner because all those little failures along the way are going to teach you how to do better and the things that you need to correct, change, adapt, modify in order for the business and the vision to succeed. And that's why it's so important to be clear on the purpose. Why are you doing this thing? is it just for money is it because it actually is your true passion like why exactly are you doing it because if if you're not doing it for the right reasons you're going to fail like most businesses and ventures fail because they're not ready for what's coming they're not ready for when things get really hard when You barely will have money to pay rent or or to afford food and Mm -hmm. to not do the fun stuff. You know, like the people want to go out all the time and Mm -hmm. there's so many distractions around us. Are you willing to commit, you know? What are you going to sacrifice Compromise. You know, you need to compromise. You can't have it all. Someone once told me, you can have it all, but not all at the same time. Yeah. And it's so true, you know, like I'm living my dream right now in terms of like, I'm doing what I love, I'm my own boss, I get paid for what I do, I live in my dream place, you know, in front of the beach, all these things, but I don't have my family, Mm -hmm. you know, like we're literally thousands of kilometers apart. So, you know, before I had, years ago, I had my family, but then I was doing a job that it wasn't fulfilling for me. I was in not this, a safe country. All these things. So you will never have everything. There was always something missing. Mm. So you need to be clear on what you want out of life in order to make the best of it.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent can agree with everything there. The why has to be one of the most important things, as you say, because you know th- there was probably a hundred options you. Think other things you could have done when you were struggling to get from month to month. But because your why and, you know, your passion was that strong, like you you were happy to go through those trials to make it month to month. If the why was just to make money, then there was other ways you could have gone and made money, you know, during that time and not kept pursuing what you wanted to do. So the why, yeah, and you're right. Sometimes I think a lot of people might start small business because they're looking for freedom or they think there's more freedom to do things times there is but it's a different sort of freedom there's still 60 80 100 hours and there's no real on and off at times is there like it, your business really becomes your lifestyle like it's how you live if you think you can switch off and not worry about something like, like, maybe you can in certain points, but at the end of the day,
0: yeah, it's your, your business. Your why is everything, mm. not just in business, in life, oh, in yeah. everything you do, but especially in your business. Because your why determines what kind of clients are you going to get? What kind of jobs are you going to take? Like, how are you going to even push when things mm. get, go sideways, you know? Yeah. Cause, so, there's so much uncertainty in it. Is. So, everything will steam out of your why. That drive, that fire that energy comes from why are you doing things so you Mm -hmm. you need to be clear on why you're doing it and if you confront a reality in which you're not doing things for the right reason you better live like Mm Don't waste any more time. Yeah. Leave that and find what is exactly that you want to be doing. And there's nothing wrong with also wanting money and pursuing money. There's a bunch of people that have proved that, you know, they, they became obsessed with money and all these things and they made something out of themselves that they're proud and all these things. But money is not everything. It's not know? the
1: strong enough driver, I don't think. Yeah,
0: that, like, it doesn't do it for me. Because like if you give me a million dollars, today i know exactly what to do with it because i've been you know educating myself in financials and all Mm -hmm. these things because i like one thing is wanting money the other thing is knowing what to do once you get money you know what to do with it but even if you give me a million dollars that will take everything away from me because the the cool story to me the storytelling the book that i'm writing every day is this crazy immigrant that came out of you know this country called venezuela and he dropped absolutely everything to pursue his passion. Mm-hmm. He had to learn a new language. He had to travel thousands of kilometers away to the opposite end of the world. He's been without his family for six years. He has done any kind of jobs while he was a qualified dentist. You know, he has taken a lot of, I don't know if you can say uh, bad words here, but he has yeah, taken a lot of shit from some individuals and that type of thing. He has gone through, he lost, you know, people he, that mm-hmm. were dear to him. He encountered every obstacle and he had every excuse to not think he could achieve his dreams. But he decided to push forward. He decided to take a chance on himself mm-hmm. you know like that that's the cool story to me and and yes i want to be great financially story. free yes i'm gonna be it's no matter of if you know to me when it's yeah. when when is it gonna happen because i'm ready mm-hmm. you know like i tell people like and timing is everything as well, like it, you cannot expect... The minute I, I, I signed up for pursuing this crazy dream of making videos, I told myself, I'm not even allowed to complain until I have at least 10 years doing this thing. Like 10 years that I'm full-time making videos. Mm. Your own apprenticeship or your own... Yeah, you got to yes. pay your dues. I have to think of, like a dentist goes five years to get prepared, you know, to, to uni. Uh, same for an engineer, same for a doctor. So I, I need to put minimum five years to become good at making videos but eventually you know that i need at least five more of working Mm. experience or you know business experience and all these things so i'm right now at my third year as a full-time thing when i dropped everything and all these things and i notice how everything is accelerating way more but i'm still like yeah i'm prepared for 10 years of nothing yeah 10 years of suffering 10 years of absolutely no results other than maybe barely paying rent of food, which is not the case now. Yeah. But that's that's the mindset you gotta have because things can go very bad tomorrow, next week. You know, yeah. that's one thing that I realized that I was telling people on a YouTube video actually recently of I'm um, 29. So I made a video of 29 life lessons in 29 years. And one of those was that never underestimate how quickly things can change, both for good and bad. So uh, there have been times where I was doing very good. I could see, you know, a, a bright future and all these things happening very soon, great opportunities and all these things. But then, you know, the pandemic happened. That meant it's been two years of just fighting back to get back to the place that you were before. before you yeah, know, so
1: that's yeah. not even advancing; just getting back, just starting again where you yeah, left off.
0: Yeah, exactly. But then also, don't underestimate how quickly things can get better. Because people I think there's a lot of people that they just quit too early. You cannot have a quitter mindset. If you found your passion,
1: you're certain that's that's probably the, the key there. That if they're giving up a bit early, maybe it isn't exactly
0: what they should have been doing. Exactly right. Exactly Mm. right. And again, goes back to purpose. If you have the right purpose, the right intention with what you're doing, you're passionate about it. Mm. You think you can contribute with society and everyone around you. Because in the end, it's not about you. Mm. Like a lot of people think it's about them and only what they want to do. Yes, you you can have, like I have personal goals. I have things, places that I want to visit or do or accomplish. But in the end, it's not about me. It's about what can I do to make this floating rock that goes through space a little bit better because everyone is going to be gone i could be gone tomorrow but if i'm gone tomorrow and you play the movie that is not a long movie because 29 is is not very long at least i'm going to be proud of myself that i was pursuing the thing that i wanted to pursue i wasn't doing it you know for uh, just for money and all these things because once you get money if you do it just for money once you get the money then what then what happens you're going to realize that's
1: right once you've achieved if that's the goal and you achieve that goal, what's the driver afterwards, if that was it?
0: Yeah, exactly. Like you're not gonna get anything more than that. You probably don't have any good friends out of Mm. that because you were so obsessed about it. You won't even know who's a real friend because having money also means that you will have a set of different problems. You will have people trying to just get get out of you, you know, like it's it's one of those things. And I go to money because normally is one of the biggest motivations for people right we need money we need money at the end
1: of the day yeah it's just one of those things
0: yeah so it's just very important to be clear on your purpose and i can assure you i haven't met a single person that they decided they make a decision to pursue what they were so passionate about that in five years they didn't get somewhere Mm. i haven't met them you know as long as you don't quit that's the biggest thing do not quit. Things will get ugly. There will be rough patches. You will have to have imbalance. A lot of people talk about, oh, having work-life balance and those things. Well, the hard reality <laughs> is, where, yeah. you know, that if you want to succeed, there won't be much balance with other things. You will have to do things that most people are not willing to do in order to make your business stand out and succeed. Yeah. I talk about as well to other people, like I have put so many hours in the past three years since I went full-time into this. This is what I do every day from Monday to Sunday. I don't have a quote-unquote weekend. To me, there's no weekend. Like, every day is just another day that I get to pursue my dream, you know. And then I remember that it's the weekend due to people around me that tells me, oh, you know, it's Saturday, all these things. And in some way, society has certain things that they do around, so you have to as well adapt to them. Yeah. But To me, it's just another day, you know? It's a blank new day for me to pursue my passion and what can I do? I'm excited to do it about it. That doesn't mean that every day is gonna be easy. There's days that I don't want to do it. There's tedious things because even a lot of people get confused on, yes, I will pursue my dream or my passion. I know what it is. And I talk about passion because I feel like it's a strong word that encapsulates, you know, something that you're very fond of, like something that you really want to do and you're happy when you're doing it. But also, regardless of that, there will be things within that, that you don't like doing, that you will have to do, that you have to have self-discipline to know that if those things don't get done, the business is not going anywhere. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's one of those things, man, that... Being an entrepreneur, having your business has taught me so many things about life, but the biggest are have a purpose. Do not quit. Do not be a quitter. If you got the purpose right, then you won't be, be the, consistent yeah. and just keep you just pushing forward. Keep pushing forward. Things can change so rapidly. It's crazy. It matter, mm. You might be struggling so badly, barely able to afford rent, but you're still moving forward. Like It's mm. not that things will drop on you in front of you. Uh, that's all the things. People think that you know opportunities are just going to present themselves. That's a fallacy. Uh, you've got to go get them. you got to be a go-getter. Yeah. You have to create the environment for opportunity to happen because then why if you were opportunity if there is a human expression of opportunity why would they go for you if they see you laying down on a couch eating pizza playing video games and you know like not having even good habits or anything going for you not even educating yourself and about life about business about this. Yeah. why do you opportunity go to you that makes absolutely no sense you no. know like that's one in a million when yeah. you get like someone that had nothing going on for them and then for some abstract reason life gave them a great opportunity you know and they took it because yeah. that's the other thing it's not just being able to spot opportunity but you take it yeah yeah you yeah. know like an opportunity can come disguised in many ways. You know? Yeah, sometimes
1: an opportunity is not going
0: to look like something positive. It might be something
1: negative, but yes. that you know negative gives you the opportunity to be something better or to take yourself somewhere as a result of that.
0: Yeah, exa- so, exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. And so you got to create the perfect environment. For opportunities to thrive, and then take them, regardless if you're scared. There's so many times because people think it's it's easy. Like, oh, if only I had the opportunity. I noticed that, but then the opportunity presents, and they get scared. Yeah. they don't take it they're, they're even scared of the success that they could have because having success means that you're gonna have to raise the standards and everything you know around you so that things mm. are not gonna get easier that's the other thing never go with the mindset that things are gonna get easier they won't because no, the, mi- the minute something gets easier it means Push you're in, in your comfort zone mm. so you have to step out of it is like you have to be willing to live into the limit of your comfort zone and the discomfort that's where the real growth is growth when you can push that fence you know a little bit more take a job that you thought you couldn't do push yourself to network more learn more about business you know aim higher on a negotiation now all these Mm. things you know that make you expand and grow Mm. as as a human and as a business as well
1: yeah completely completely agree so that's awesome there's a lot there
0: I think a lot of people focus on a lot of the technical stuff, but everything really starts with the mindset. You know, what's the kind of mindset I could have? Because for me personally, life could throw anything at me. I'm going to succeed with what I'm doing. I'm going to figure it out. I don't care how long it takes me. I don't care if I don't, I'm not hitting my financial goals. I don't care if, you know, I fail at certain things, whatever it is. I'm going to pick myself back up. I'm just going to get back into the fight. If you're not a quitter, you make things work. Another thing that I was failing a lot with was I was too focused on the craft. I was too focused on the creative side of things as well. And then I realized there's a bunch of people out there that they were making very bad videos, very bad content compared to what I was doing, but they were getting way more money than me. So eventually I had to come to the realization because in my head, it was always like, oh, the better I become at this thing, you know, the more work I will have, the more people will come to me. That's not the reality, especially these days with marketing and social media and all these things mm. and networking. You got to network. You got to meet the right people. You got to put yourself in the right positions. It's the same create thing. Create the
1: opportunity. Yes.
0: You got to create the opportunity, create the perfect environment to meet those great potential clients that you can have, you mm. know. And once I understood that and I got very good at, at what I do, because I'm proud to say that advice Creative With the top tier, when I look around at the market and and my competitors and people that, that are doing similar things in my area and all these things, we're so far from it. There's a huge gap. There's the gap when you start being so committed to something, doing that thing every day, because that's all I, I live for. You know, mm. that's what I do every day. I was waking up awake today at 5 a.m. editing videos. Yeah. You know, after that, I went to meet a client for some filming. Now I'm here on the podcast. Guess what? I'm going back home. Yeah. What do you think I will be doing? Editing. I will be editing. Yeah. You know, that's what yeah. I'm doing. This The gap between me and my competitors is so big when it comes to that that they need years mm. of doing it every day for several hours in order to catch up. So if you do that regardless of the industry in yeah. which you are, you create that gap and it might start it will start small because you have to in a way catch up as well with the guys that have been doing it for years. Yeah. So if you start creating that gap, eventually you're unreachable. You know there's mm. there's just few people or businesses around you that will be able to catch up with you're doing you know and those skills that time should be rewarded as well Mm. but you have to learn then the business side which is what i've been focusing on the past year that was going
1: to be my next question how have you found transitioning to the business side of it so you have your passion the videography Mm -hmm. which is great we'll put some links pointing down which people can't see but underneath the podcast how have you found transitioning from that and turning it into the business, being able to, you know, like you say, meet with clients, quote, price it, deliver it, and that whole side of things, which it is a complete different skill set and different thing that you need to learn, which sounds like you may not have been exposed to like with dentistry and the things you'd done previously.
0: Not at all. You know, I was back then when I was a dentist, I was working for someone else. I was working at dental clinic. So to me, it was just... You get the patient and you have split percentages. You don't think about anything else. You don't think about the person that is receiving the patient. You don't think about, you know, how much cost to run the clinic. You don't think about what's the minimum amount of treatment patients and money that you need to make to cover everything you know so it's been challenging it's been Mm. challenging learning all these things that at first i was very adamant to learn you know i was i was like no i don't want to do that i want (laughs) to eventually i will be able to hire someone that will take care of all the business and i'll focus on the creative that's not realistic, you know, no. you have to be the one in charge of all of it, because otherwise they will also, you know, no one will care about your business at the same level you do.
1: Yeah, and you don't want to hand over the keys to your business to someone else, like you just said then, that doesn't have the same passion about the business that you do. So yeah. you really need to be in control of that first, know how you want everything run or how you, how you want to operate everything mm-hmm. and then you know, pass that on to the person that may manage it for you. But at least they've got that framework or structure and KPIs and everything that they need to hit to ensure that
0: they're doing the job as you want it done. Exactly, exactly. So you have to learn all these tough things, especially being a creative, you know, like... Sort the sort of unfun b- things. Business and all these things. At the beginning, they weren't fun for me. Mm. But then the more I started, I changed the mind. It goes back to mindset as again. You yeah. know, I sat down, I'm like, okay, I'm not making the amount of money I should be making compared to people around me and the kind of work I'm able to produce, the kind of gear I have, the kind of experience I have today, the kind of commitment Mm. I have today. You know, like these people are not offering even 50% of what I'm offering, there's something that needs to change. Mm. So I started doubling more into business, um, especially for creatives. And it's, it's so hard to price, right? Like how do you put a price into your creativity? I started charging by hour, which if someone is listening to this and you work in the creative side of things, yes, you need to have a rough idea how much your hourly rate is when working, but that's the worst way of charging pricing creativity especially if your work is going to have a massive impact for your client you know if you're going to make a video for apple you know and that video is going to get you know the exposure of thousands of millions of eyeballs and that will lead to them to sell profits of millions of dollars you shouldn't be charging $500 yeah. $1000 for the 2 video. hours work no. yeah no it's not cuz yeah. also you have the enough experience and understanding of what our the client needs in order to fulfill that vision that they have and that goal they have mm. with the video so you should price that accordingly you mm. know so value based exactly value based pricing which is ideally how you should be charging so obviously you have to keep some sort of a balance let's say because every case is different so every client is different you might have a small business owner you know you will have eventually friends and family that come to you you will have you know the big potential clients so you have to be able to adapt with each one of them being willing to say no it was one of the biggest changes I did because I was willing to take any job. You know, I was willing to, I needed the money really badly all this stuff, which is fine. But as soon as you can get rid of that mindset of saying yes to everything and just say yes to the jobs that make sense for you and your business, you're going to have a lot more success. With what you're doing.
1: We've got lots of different sayings, for different things, but one of them is success is what you say no to, which mm. is basically like mm. you say I like it's, it. it's not, yeah, you don't want to take on every client. Unfortunately, some, you know, not all clients are the same. So you definitely want to make sure you're working with people that value what you do and respect what you do as well you know like they're, they're gonna leave it to you to do what you do best
0: exactly yeah i've mm. had clients in the past that you know they brought in big money and all these things and i was super stoked i'm like mm. yeah this is the much the- but it was a nightmare to deal with it was horrible mm. it was like going through hell you know like the guys mm. they were maybe trying to micromanage you and all these things they didn't know what they wanted so that makes you your life as a creative way harder as well because you're, yeah. you're trying to fulfill an experience Expectation that is not even exist. clear, doesn't exist. You yeah. know? So how can you exceed? Because at Vice Creative, we aim with every client we take, not just to accomplish the goal they have, but exceed expectations. Yeah. How can I exceed expectations? if my client is not clear
1: if that yeah like they don't know what they want you can't pass something that doesn't exist exactly
0: so So that was another huge thing that i brought from dentistry that i realized i wasn't doing it here and that the people that i was looking up to they were doing which is basically diagnosing Mm. the client so the client it's just like going to a dentist you go to a dentist and People want, you know, you might want a, a teeth whitening or something. Well,
1: I'm not gonna tell you what I like I might have a pain, but you're the dentist. So exactly. you're gonna tell me how you're gonna fix my teeth. It's not up to me to tell you how to fix exactly. my teeth. Yeah.
0: Exactly. But you know, you might come and I'm like, oh, I want I came for a teeth whitening. Mm. And the dentist will sit you down, they will mm. have a look at everything, they will hear what are your habits, they will you will mm. tell them, you know, what you normally do, why are you even there, what made you choose that dentist and all these things. And eventually, they will make a diagnose. And mm. from that, they will give you some treatment options. It's the same thing yeah. on creative side. So you have a chat with the client. Instead of slapping a price of something, what you do, like, because a lot of people, they just come and they're like, oh, I, I need a video. And then the mistake most creative in, in my give industry do is like, oh, yeah, that's going to cost you $1,000. You're giving absolutely no contest of what? Well, what's that? Uh, yeah, like there's no. Like, but yeah, haven't said uh, the expectation. Yeah, and you haven't figured out why do the client need the video. Mm. You know, where is that video going to be
1: posted? Yeah, where's the yeah. like, location? Do I need lights? How? You yeah, know, what right. equipment's going to be? When? What time of day, night? Like, who's going to be there? Like, yeah, exactly. So many variables. Exactly. You
0: have you have to break everything apart. You take a new client on board. You hear everything first you ask questions. That's the the biggest thing is to ask questions. Try to understand and be in the shoes of that client that is coming to you with a problem. And that way you first need to even figure out if you're the right person for Mm. them. You shouldn't take any job just because it's going to make you some money. After hearing your client and the needs they have and the expectations and all these things, they're not a good fit for your business. You shouldn't take it. You should recommend another person if you can. If not, just be straight honest.
1: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not a you good know? fit for. Yeah, yeah we're not a good it, fit for what you can do achieve. Yeah,
0: because yeah. your service base, you're supposed to provide the best possible service that you can to the client. You're doing a disservice mm-hmm. if you're taking the client on board, not even knowing that you won't be able to deliver or exceed those expectations. You know, yeah. that's what one of the biggest things I started doing a while ago was taking a, every client, just like if it was a patient they come to you with a problem regardless if it's a creative problem you know but solving that problem in most cases means that they will get to make a lot more money Mm. you know so that that's they're also
1: going to receive what they were looking for without knowing that that was what they were looking for. Because you've actually got to the root problem of what it is they're trying to achieve. So they're gonna get a better result.
0: Exactly, and normally people will come like, oh, we need a one minute video. And then you start talking and figure out, and it's like, I don't think you need a one minute video. What do you Mm. think about this? And Mm. you start laying everything down and then they can make sense of it like, oh, okay. Mm. So it's not really the one minute video that I thought I needed to do because they see everyone doing mm. that or their industry, whatever it is, you know, it might be that, but maybe you need to have a couple different versions of it. Maybe you need to have, you know, maybe it's a podcast that you need to start. I had a client that came to me and he's like, oh, we need something, you mm. know, like, and we think you can help. And, you know, it's, it's like, how can I know what they want? Yes, I can push them to buy a video, but what
1: is is that going to do is, what they want? yeah Yeah,
0: well what does that do other than making me some money you know yeah they Mm. might be stoked because the video is going to be great or whatever it is Mm. but if it doesn't do anything for their business i'm doing a disservice and that client is not going to be maybe too stoked on work again or even recommend me because the people that will recommend you will be the ones that are very very stoked about the results that you got them and they will tell everyone. And as soon as someone says the word video, you'll be in their minds. Cause you're like, oh yeah, Vibes Creative, you know, they're awesome at what they do. They're super committed. They helped me find out even what, what we needed to do. I thought we needed a video and man, we had a chat and they figure out what was the content that would be best fit. We looked at it and yep, yeah, that made sense. And now thanks to those videos, we're making, you know, X amount of money or we got to increase our social presence and those things. Like you have to treat every case individually, you know, yeah. being able to diagnose and, say no to the jobs that doesn't make sense for your vision for what you're trying to accomplish it doesn't align with the purpose that you have and the mission of the business itself you gotta say no i know it's very tempting take the money if you're in absolute need of money like if you can't pay rent yes take it okay do whatever but you do can do your
1: best to deliver on yeah. It, yeah
0: and deliver the best that's the other thing mm. never commit to something that you will half-ass, you know, Mm -hmm. that you will do a half effort. That is an absolute Mm no-go. You have to do the best work you can with every client or every project that you take on board. The minute I say yes to someone and we're in, that person is getting my 100%, no less. And you got to be committed like that because the more you do that, the more people will recommend you the more people will want to work with you again Mm. because they know that you're reliable. You have to build that reputation. Regardless of what you're doing, you have to build that reputation of this business provides an excellent service. They're customer client driven. They don't do it just for the money and all these things. And regardless of what's my problem or what's happening with, with the project itself, they will find a solution. Like I trust them that they will get Things done. Yeah, those are some of the biggest things when it comes to what separates, you know, your Mm. business from others. And Mm. yeah, if you can focus on that, on delivering great results and keep improving your craft all the time, keep getting better, diagnosing the problems and offering better solutions to the ones that they even. Think Mm. of the more clients, the more profit, the more your business will grow as well.
1: It's the same with marketing. People come in and say, I need... I don't know, Google Ads, we need to get this going. But then when you sit down and start having a chat, it's like, well, I don't really think you're ready for that yet. Have you thought about maybe doing this or doing this? Like, if you're trying to achieve that, this is going to do that maybe a bit better. So is there any industries that you prefer working with or do you find you're able to sort of adapt to across the board?
0: You see, just like anything in life, a lot of people wonder like oh how do i even begin to find my passion and all these things i know it sounds very complicated but it's really not is matter of trying different things try mm. as much as you can i was lucky enough in a way that my family you know that i was i've always been very curious so i went through volleyball soccer and gym a bunch of different sports until i was able to find you know martial arts mm. crossfit surfing the tree that i really enjoy doing yeah. same thing goes with video production like it's yes okay that's my passion but within that what are the things I enjoy the most doing? You know, it's another thing that you have to figure out. So mm. I've done almost anything you can think of, you know, from just simple interviews to product videos, to music videos, to weddings videos, sports videos, commercials, all this stuff. And I've realized like, I wrote down the vision of the business. So our vision of Vice Creative, we envision a world in which everyone's true Passion and purpose have a visual voice. So realize that the jobs that I enjoy the most are the jobs of people that are just doing something very similar to what I do. They're just pursuing their passion. I recently made a job for someone that is passionate about making balance boards. You know, and you might think, mm. like, oh, it's just a balance word. But he's so passionate about it. Like I was the happiest person in the world knowing that Vice Creative was helping them to make that passion be visual, be mm. in some way digestible for other people. Because you know, it's not industry related, is it
1: it's telling people's story, which yeah. it crosses everything and anything really yeah yeah not...
0: really like and you know this of course the things like sports i love i love filming fights you know you happen to do a video of your son you know and such a legend you know i love that but because that resonates personally with me too yeah. like the fighting mindset and the action and the hardship and all the stuff the struggles i really enjoy weddings you know yeah. i really feel connected to two humans that find each other and decide you know to tackle life together and experience this beautiful thing that is love love is what drives the world and all these things so i did you know recently i'm working with a dental clinic you know and she's so passionate i actually saw
1: that the other day on the instagram channel yeah and just not funny, but now that you're saying that your background's yeah. as a dentist, I was thinking <laughs> yeah, about so that one before. Someone, <laughs> someone texted me, I
0: was like, wow, life works, works very strange, right? Mm. And in a way, it's been funny, you know, like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm now working, helping a dental clinic succeed, you know? Yeah. But it, it's one of those things, like, she's so passionate about it. I'm the happiest person ever, knowing that I'm vice creative. Yeah. It's helping them to become, hopefully, maybe the best clinic in mm. in whole australia you know Mm. so yeah yeah. it's great
1: yeah it's storytelling it's about being able to like you say tell people's story through video our purpose Mm.
0: is to tell exceptional stories Mm. so everything steams from that yes there are things that i find more fun or exciting and things like that but also, if I were maybe just filming fights all the time, maybe that could be in a way boring. I don't know. So, having uh,
1: that variety gives, yeah, it's, it's very spice refreshing. Of life.
0: It has been very refreshing. And so now I find it to work both for, you know, my drive, my excitement, how the business is doing. So, eventually, you know, if I come across something that I think we should be doing this. All the time, I would just do it. You got to mm. be adaptable. You know, mm. you got to be able to make decisions. You got to be able to change course. The biggest thing is to have a destination. A ship without destination is just going to get lost in the sea. You mm. know, so you need to have a destination of where you're going and then being able to adapt, change course on pivot if it's necessary.
1: Yeah. What are some cool things, I guess, you've seen recently or not recently, like small businesses are doing with video to help grow their business?
0: Well, it's funny because like I just happen to be, I guess, in a way at the right place at the right time with videos. You know, videos is just getting bigger mm. and bigger and essential. If you're not in social media, if you don't have a video of your business, if you don't have a podcast maybe going on and all these things, if you're not tackling, you know, Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube, you're nowhere. Mm. Like quite literally nowhere. You know, especially now that the market is is worldwide as well. Like now you can go to Instagram, find a videographer on the other side of the world that can get a job done for you. I work with a few clients from overseas, you know, Mm -hmm. like they literally need a job being done here in Australia. They go to Instagram, they look which are the businesses in the area, they see your work and they hire you. You're a good match. So if you're not out there you're nowhere i met someone recently that told me oh but i'm having a lot of success I, I disagree i've never been on social media and i'm making enough money and they told me how much money they were making i'm like that might look like a lot of money to you but i think that you could be making 10 times that if you mm. were in social media you mm. know imagine if you if no one knows who you are right now just your clients and the word of mouth that you get through your clients which is big but imagine if you had a social presence. Yeah. yeah, You need to be out there. There is a great book for anyone that is still doubting if they should put the work out there. It's called Show Your Work. You will get enough reasons in that book of why you should be on the internet. And how many times has it happened? Like we all know someone that is great. We know greatness of someone at something in particular that might be your friend that is great fixing watches or you know mm. your friend that does amazing i don't know shirts whatever it is but they're nowhere nobody no knows, about, knows it. about it they yeah, don't make a living with it because they're, they're nowhere they're, yeah. so they're non-existent you yeah. know so you gotta display your work you gotta show what you're doing you gotta people need to know as soon as they think about you what what do you do and they have to see you they have to keep in the back of your mind because There's information overload right now. You go to Instagram and you're going to Mm. see content non-stop. Same with YouTube. You got to stop
1: them scrolling. Like there's got to be, it can't just blend in and just get flicked by.
0: Yeah. So you have to make good content. It has to be engaging, all these things, but you need to be out there. If your business doesn't have a video, you should really sit down and figure out what kind of video do you need and get it done. It's Mm. better to have something than not having anything. And there's no excuse these days as well. Like phones, they all do 4K, whatever it is. Like that doesn't mean like that, obviously they want to sell you, you know? Oh, Mm. buy this new phone that does 8K, whatever it is. That doesn't mean they will have the quality of the sensor of a camera. Mm. bad phones are getting better like the image quality out of a phone is quite decent if you have some lighting and some good sound as well like that's an usable video right there Mm. so there's there's no excuse to not be making content or have something in display as soon as you can hire an expert the much better because that Mm. person is coming with proper geared to deliver the best results they have the knowledge of how to make a video engaging they know how to tackle hopefully you know if that person knows about social media they will help you how to make that video interesting clickable and all and you know that people will stay throughout Mm. the entire video as well because it's Mm. not just about having a good video it's about like knowing how to tackle these different aspects that make a video from good to great yeah you know so there's no excuse to not do it there's so many options in the market at the moment which in a way obviously because cameras and technology and all this is advancing it gets more accessible for people to buy a camera or get a great phone and do videos but you could never change that for the expertise of someone that is doing it like I have met some creators that they were like oh you know I need to undercharge and they make a video for $800 $500 whatever it is just because they're starving or they think like you know I gotta compete with all these people it goes back to what we were talking before if you create the gap if you invest your money when you get a job I don't spend my money I've never spent my money into the fun things and all these things I put everything back in the business. So I improve my knowledge. Mm. I improve my experience. I improve my workflow. I improve the experience I give to the client while we're working. So when the client works with me and I come with a bunch of lights, microphones, two cameras, all these things, like they feel like what they're paying is worth it.
1: It's got value, yeah.
0: Yes. If you come like $500 and your camera and all this stuff, like, cause at some stage gear does make sense a difference you know for both you and the client and you know you're charging 500 dollars for this video and just doing it because you need the money that's going to be much different to some of the highest vibes creative that is coming with the best interest of the client yes we're not the cheapest but we're the ones that will deliver the result and achieve the slash exceed the expectations mm. that you have. So you've got to feel It's an out. investment
1: in their business. Yes, exactly. Like
0: if they, it's not something that
1: should be price driven because, you know, it's like false economy. Like, oh, this only cost me 500 or this only cost me a grand, but it's not achieving anything for your business. It's not driving traffic. You're not getting any sales off it. People don't still know what you're doing or whatever the purpose of the video was if it's not getting eyeballs on it, it doesn't matter how much it cost you. So, you know, you've essentially just thrown a grand away. Like it might've been cheap, but you've just lost a thousand bucks.
0: But what was the point in that? You have to hire someone else to do it. And that's right. And then you're going to go and
1: pay and get it done properly. So then
0: then you end up hiring four different people. They all charge you, you know, the close to a thousand and you could have just gotten the best part. You've lost time.
1: You've lost the money.
0: Why do you pay so much money when you go to a specific doctor, you know, Mm. something like that? And you pay so much money for their consult and all these things because you understand that that person is going to have an answer to Mm. your problem, that they've been doing this for years, that they've Mm. gone through whatever they had to go through to get to that position Mm. and you're paying for your time. The time and maybe your life or maybe your business, whatever mm. it is. A video right now is the closest thing to your smile. You know, like when you meet yeah. someone, one of the first things you will notice is their mm. smile. To me, it's more apparent, but for other people might be subconsciously mm. and all these things. Well, that video will give the first impression to your clients, to your customers, what you're about. You can have the silliest idea or business let's say i worked once with a juice guy he just makes orange juices he's so passionate about it and he wants to make the best juice possible if you ask him he will explain to you for over 10 minutes why his juice is the best what's different about his juice why you should drink his juice and all these things that, that in the end you're like man this is the best orange juice ever you know mm. even if it doesn't taste like that like everything behind it it will make you feel like it is in fact the best juice yeah. ever so he could tell that to me maybe or to people around him but what if he has a video that shows exactly that yeah. to
1: a thousand people at once instead yes. of talking to one yes. person exactly and probably couldn't write that on a page to express that. And people might not want to read a page of copy to take that in. Yeah. So to be able yeah. to watch that video and absorb that and feel that person's personality and passion come through the screen. Yeah.
0: Totally. Since COVID as well. Like mm. and like we realize okay, we need to be prepared to work from home. We mm. need to be prepared to sell our products or our services mm. from just The internet, social Mm. media and all these things. Like if you don't have a video, how are you planning to beat the competition that is putting so much money behind that? And that's the other thing. You could have a really bad product or really bad service, but you Mm. make a great video of it. I can assure you that will sell, you know, so it's it's one of those things. If you already have a great service, you're an expert at what you do. Mm. You have a great product and you put up a, a great video behind it, plus, you know, marketing and all these things, mm. SEO and all this stuff. Can I show you, you'll get do results. Well. Yeah. You know, so.
1: Say for the businesses that maybe just starting, you don't have big budgets, and maybe they're gonna tackle something on their phone themselves. Mm. Have you got maybe, I don't know, two or three things that they could do to maybe help them enhance the quality of that video? Yes. Like so simple sort of tips. The
0: biggest things when you do a video is to have good lighting and good audio you can have a really bad image looking video but it has great audio and people might even watch it because of the content yeah. itself whatever it is it might be an educational video and they really want to know what the subject so they can, they can that still talking. hear it yes clearly exactly. so. so if they can hear clearly that makes like 50 percent of a video, the audio, the audio quality. So if you already invest into a mic, which are there's so many options, cheap options for mics. That's already like a plus that is gonna put you above everyone else that is just pointing a camera phone to their face. Hmm. Then lighting. If you can have a tiny light, there's so many cheap options for light. All those as well new as, ring as lights and things. Though, depending yeah. on what people are doing, but yes, light- even
1: on Amazon, a couple of hundred dollars will get you. Yeah. A lot very kid. far yeah mm. for
0: sure so like a light is just gonna make the image look so much better because when you don't have enough light the sensors of both cameras phones and all these things they get grainy so that's when you like the image starts looking no pleasant, not aesthetic. Yeah. So the light is gonna help that sensor to be brightened and to have a well-defined image. Then the composition. So you don't really want to me be doing a video against a blank wall. There's nothing interesting in there. There's no depth. There's like there are things that are called visual patterns. A a lot of people call them like rules and stuff. I call them visual patterns. So there are things that that make a video, please. When you watch a movie or when when you watch a commercial or something that you you find out, oh, that looks so nice, and you and you don't know exactly what it is. If you start a look breaking it down, you will see certain visual patterns that they. Utilize in order to make the video look more cinematic, more aesthetic, more professional. Yeah. So if you can add some depth to your video, have some interesting maybe background and all those things, that's gonna be much better than just a plain blank wall. You know, yeah. so it's those little things that you know they start adding up because the be- once you start adding you know a better camera, a better mic, a better light, a better composition of, of where you're gonna be shooting. It all depends as well of what exactly are you shooting. Is that talking head is it an action thing is it are you going to be moving and people someone is following you with the camera and all these things so every case is very individual but if you're doing like let's say educational type of content or things that you know you're just sitting down and talking about a specific subject with a decent light and a decent microphone that you'll get a long way you know
1: probably a tripod as well yeah just <laughs> when you say then if someone's following you for sure make for sure you're not like bouncing <laughs> yeah, around and- <laughs> for
0: sure for sure if it's a just stable thing yeah you can mm. chuck your iphone your phone on a tripod if it's someone following you there's even little stabilizers for phone these days you yeah. know so you can chuck that in into the phone and follow someone and it will keep the video very stable but definitely you should be making content you know Mm -hmm. and the more content that you do eventually you will want to take things to the next level because you will start picking up you won't realize a lot of things about videos until you start doing them Mm -hmm. you know so you start doing the videos and then you start comparing your content to the content of other people and you're like wait why does my video doesn't look as good as the video of my competitors and all this Mm -hmm. stuff and then you put them side by side and you're like oh they have some depth the audio sounds better. They have some music that matches the message that they're doing. They had some B-roll. They had some, you know, like, and mm. you will start picking apart the things that they do. And eventually you will want to take things to the next level. But there's really no excuse to not be doing something. You know, they're like starting a podcast or whatever mm. talking about your business and providing value to mm. people. You know? You're never
1: going to be good at something or great at something without starting Mm -hmm. (laughs) you don't just suddenly like wait and then all of a sudden the time's right and you're great and everything's perfect like there's there's always going to be learning which i've definitely in the process of still like i think so
0: yeah, um, and it was one of those things as well. Like, you can get just so far because you're not trying to be a video production mm, business. You know? that, you're yeah, just trying right. to put something out, out there, there to get some eyeballs and more social presence. But eventually, if you're serious about your business, mm. you've got to put some money behind it and content creation.
1: Yeah, definitely. What would you say to the business owners that might not feel comfortable on camera? Like, or, yeah, basically feel comfortable on camera
0: so i've been a youtuber myself i am a youtuber myself actually and so i'm constantly behind the camera and behind mics and all this stuff and just like anyone else i was very scared to do it i was stumbling on my words when i first did it i was repeating myself many times that still happens today you know i might sit down to record a video and you know you'll make mistakes and those things just remember in most cases 99% of cases you're not live so that's going to be edited like yeah, it's yeah. okay to make mistakes it's okay to stumble it's okay if you said the wrong thing just do it again just, just keep moving move forward yeah, move on so you're rolling you're not going to get it perfect i can assure you you're going to sit down record a video And it won't be perfect. It will never be perfect. There's something else that you can improve. You just have to get the practice in. Mm. Practice, practice, practice. Get as many videos out as you can. And the biggest thing is to get feedback. So you have to sit down, record your videos. Yes, it's okay to do one, two, three, whatever it takes, but you have to put that out there. Like you don't don't sit down. No, I will do it until it's perfect. No, just get it out there. You know, like unless it's like something that is critical, For the business and even then you can always make a new version of it you know so don't get too wrapped on the details just sit down and do it and the more you do it i can assure you just like business just like your product your service that is started in some way it has gotten so much better the same will happen with this you Mm -hmm. can do just like public speaking some things that Worked for me was breathing, you know, like breathing exercises. So if I'm too nervous about something or whatever it is, what I used to do is just breathing for 10 seconds, holding 10 seconds and excelling 10 seconds. And I do like three or four rounds of that.
1: And box breathing?
0: That was told in a public speaking Mm -hmm. um, training that I did years ago. Like, I remember th- that was the only thing that stuck with me mm. that is actually applicable and practical, you know? Mm. So, you can do some breathing exercises and all these things, but nothing will beat practice and repetition. The more you do it, the more comfortable you will get in. I see it all the time on clients that I've been working with for a while now that by, you know, the third, fourth, fifth video, you start realizing how they get more comfortable in camera, how they're able to communicate a lot better, how they look more confident and know as well when you think about it, whatever you're going to be talking about for your business, because we're talking about videos that you're going to make for your business. In theory, you are the most knowledgeable person about that thing that you're going to be talking about. So why are you really nervous? Like if you break it down, yeah, you might be nervous because people might judge the way you look or the way you talk, whatever it is, but they're there for a reason. They're there to listen to you, to mm. the knowledge that you, and the value you have to provide for them. So just rely on that confidence as well. The more confident you get in everything about life that confidence is such a key aspect about life and business the more confident you get the easier it gets to negotiate the easier it takes to drop a price on a client the easier it takes to be in front of a camera because you're confident about what you're doing Mm. you know like in your head there's no one that can Beat in a way that not saying that you're the best at it because there's always someone better or something to strive for because otherwise it wouldn't be exciting as well. But just know that you know more about of that specific subject and that's why people are coming to you.
1: Mm. Have confidence in your ability and yeah. your knowledge.
0: Yeah, the more you can work on your confidence, the easier things will get.
1: Yeah, it's good. Thanks, Nelson, for coming in today. There's so much there that people are going to be able to take away from. I think both. Well, any service-based business, as far as, you know, putting in, making sure that you're delivering on what you do, but as well for creatives and a hundred percent agree with you with the, you know, charging hourly is not a good thing to do. Definitely get charging on value. It's something that I was like sat with me because at the very beginning, it had a design business like 20 years ago when I started and it never made sense to me to charge on an hour. You've got a bank of knowledge in your brain, so you can pour something out sometimes faster, but should you be penalized because you can do that quicker? Exactly. I never understood that. Where can people find you online, like your website and Instagram, which I'll put links below anyway so everyone will be able to click on it, but I know people are definitely going to want to see your work after this.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we're on Instagram at Vibes Creative, so V-I-B-E-Z, Creative www.vibescreative.com. My personal uh, social media or content creator social media. It's life, Nelfe Life N E L F E Life all together in Elf Life and that's more like adventure and sharing the things that I've learned along the way and all these things. Is
1: that your YouTube or Instagram?
0: That's on YouTube and that's on Instagram too. Yeah, Um, cool. That's mainly in Spanish things but I try my best to keep it both ways and English as well. But yeah, feel free to reach out. Just know regardless of the industry that you're in, businesses and making a living out of the thing that you love about your passion, It works in a similar way, regardless of what you're doing. You might be making shoes, I'm making videos, someone else is, you know, saving lives, whatever it is. There's a way to do it. You have to research, you have to educate yourself, you have to be able to take risks because a lot of the things myself and I'm sure for you as well, Spencer, like, are things that have been able to happen because you were willing to take risks, you know. Those risks as well need to be calculated. Don't go all steam reckless if you can cuz you're gonna fail you mm. know there's already a high chance of you failing so you have to well, be that, that's careful with that
1: gambling really isn't it don't yeah. gamble like yeah. make yeah. an educated yeah. choice
0: exactly make calculated risk try to improve your environment as much as you can so you can get those clients that you want to work with those yeah, that you can get paid for how much you think you're worth as soon as you can get if you're in a creative industry as soon as you can get out of that pricing hourly, which is fine to get started. But as soon as you build some experience, knowledge and portfolio, you need to get out of that. It's fine to be charging some things of half days, full days and all this stuff as well. But eventually figure out how to value base price depending Mm. on the job.
1: So especially with hourly, like you might say, yep, this is gonna be a day or 20 hours or whatever it is things never go things go smoothly but sometimes things don't go as planned you, you know so assume, you get stuck you yeah. have
0: to assume that things will never go to plan no because that's the reality like um, i might think many happens all the time it's just that we don't take it into account you know mm. like all the time i oh this job might take me 10 hours to be done mm. but then you it ends know ends up
1: taking 30 hours and it, what was going to be you know a nice Profitable project, you know, losing like, your lose, money. Yeah, whether you want it to or not, it does impact your mindset slightly because you get near the end of that thirty hours and you're like, "Oh man, like this is just costing me and sort of stuffed up here." But you, like you get it done, but you don't even want to get into that space. You just want it to all be yeah. positive. Like yeah. you don't want to put create that kind of stress that didn't need to be there.
0: You gotta have assumed that things won't go to plan, so you can be protected for when you know the client comes and says like, "Oh." You weren't specific that we had a set amount of revisions and all these things, and then you're being penalized for that mm. and all this stuff. So you have contracts in place, have terms and conditions, all these things. Keep getting better at whatever you do because that's how you create the gap as well between you and your competitors. When you see someone that is doing something very well, don't be envious. Just just be like, look at them and literally figure out why are they making. There is a reason why they're making or doing better than you but mm. then your business so figure out what's the reason what are they doing that you're not doing is study success like literally if you sit down 10 different businesses regardless of what industry they are you will find patterns things that are repetitive between each business get comfortable we talking business as well. Success
1: leaves clues.
0: Exactly. So get get comfortable with talking money, with negotiating. Be excited, but I used to be scared of it. I used to not want it to do it. Now because I realized like this is just part of the game and I have to accept it. I changed the mindset. Now I love it. Let's talk business. Let's talk. You know how much this is gonna cost you. Let's talk what's the potential for us to work together. Listen. Mm. You know like that's very exciting. Is actually people will trust you more being someone like. Oh, yeah, you know, like when you're stumbling or you don't want to discuss the price and all those things. Like if you get confident at what you're doing, I'm kind of sure you that will transfer to the business side of things. So don't be afraid to fail. That's the biggest thing. Don't-
1: no, just fail faster. Learn from it. Fail forward. Yeah. You know, Failing's so- good. good. Like, it's like you, you mentioned before, like your health and fitness and CrossFit and things like that. It's the same. Like it's like building a muscle, isn't it? Like you don't lift weights at a weight that you can lift. You need to stress that muscle. You want to go to failure sometimes because in that failure and stress is where the growth and the magic happens. There's no point doing something that's not going to stress or, you know, put you out of that comfort zone.
0: Totally. Be consistently pushing your limits, you know, Mm. in everything goes back to your why. So be sure that you're clear on why you're doing Mm. things for everything in your life. Question, Mm. question things, the things you're doing, the things you believe in, question everything. Why do I think this way? Why do I have this perspective? Why am I doing this thing every day? Why do I want money? Why, Mm -hmm. like, you know, question everything that you're doing because that why is going to drive everything else and it's going to create the environment for the opportunities that you want. Yeah, so just keep getting after it. Whatever happens, if you already have your purpose clear and you're pursuing it and things are not happening, just don't quit Trust me, been there many times. It's going to happen again. The minute you overcome an obstacle, don't think that you won't have obstacles. Mm. Things might get, in a way, easier or smoothly for a little while, but I can assure you something will go wrong. Something mm. will happen. So you might run, you know, into financial stress or whatever it is. Some Life will throw something at you. Don't quit. That's the biggest thing. Don't quit and keep getting after. Keep finding ways to make things work. Call me crazy, but... Have been many times now where I was about to run out of money. I was about to not be able to afford. And just food. something and like, happened,
1: something random happens. And I
0: just had an act of like quote unquote fate or whatever it is. And I don't believe in religion anymore, or all these things. But I just decided to take a chance on myself, take mm. a chance on yourself. And I kind of show you the universe responds to those people who believe in what they're doing and they're putting the action. It's not enough to believe it. It's not enough. You got to believe it because if you don't believe it, nobody else will believe it. You got to be moving. You have to be moving. You have to create that synergy. You have to put things in place for things to happen. The universe Mm -hmm. is going to listen to the people that are the loudest. Mm -hmm. And to be the loudest, it's not just screaming that you want something. You got to put the action. Action, You know? 100%.
1: I think we should leave that there. That's a great point to end on. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Well, that's everything small business for today. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy our show, please rate and review us in your favorite podcast app and make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you know someone who needs to hear this episode, please share it with them or share it on your socials and tag us as we believe lessons learned should be lessons shared. Until next time, this is Everything Small Business.